This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. I'm Kurt, and with me is Chris and Kelly. How you guys doing? Great. Uh, your my Zoom uh, made a weird sound when yep. you said the word podcast, my, so I heard yep. a podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I the same, so it's fine. Should I redo it? <laughs> no, that's no. more fun. <laughs> this is the Scamp Life podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Today in this episode, we are talking about the 17 phrases great leaders never say to employees. And this came from an article that I saw and I thought was really interesting uh, by the the same title. I will have a link in the show notes to that article if you want to check it out. Other than that, should we just jump in? Jump. All right. So number one. Uh, (laughs) is person X is doing better. A, uh, you know, a a great leader is not going to make comparisons like this. If they're trying to motivate someone to improve, which it won't, or to break them, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. not what we want to do either. So saying, hey, so-and-so is doing better than you, that type of thing, you never want to say that to an employee. Um, and that's the first one. Any thoughts on that or? Well, it's the whole you, I think is where it gets it. Otherwise, sometimes as leaders, we're talking like, oh, she's doing better than him. We don't say that to their face, but we <laughs> say it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, you definitely don't want to say, hey, you know what? Be be like Chris yeah. kind of thing, right? Or Who be is? like Kelly. Kelly is, is better at her job than yeah. No, Kelly. Okay. <laughs> She's by far the best current day camp director on our podcast. So. Aww, I'm the only one. <laughs> She's the best Alabama director on our That's podcast. Right. Hey, look at that. <laughs> All right. Number two. Number two. two. <laughs> Bring me solutions, not problems. And I get where this is coming from because you do want the employees, you want your staff to kind of come up with some solutions, but you also, you do want to know those problems. You yeah. want to know, hey, how, because especially at summer camp, you know, if they're only there as a summer employee, you're going to have the same problem next year. And so you need to know some of the problems so you can fix them and take care of them for future. But yeah, I, you also want your employees to come up with a few problem solving techniques, maybe give you a few ideas for solutions. Uh, so it's not just here's all my problems. Here's all my complaints, but here's something I saw. Here's an idea to take care of it. How did I get on mute? You went to <laughs> cough and you turn yourself on mute. For <laughs> I was going to say, even if you don't have a solution, like I still want people to tell me what the problem is. Yeah. 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 Right. Like I need to know, don't just keep it to yourself because you don't have a solution. Um, mm-hmm. we, we still need to know what the problem is. Yeah. Cause we got to get it fixed. Well, right. a, great, a great example is like a kid wetting the bed. Like if the counselor doesn't know like the protocol mm. or like where mm-hmm. the washer and dryer is or what to do, like don't 
bag everything up and just dis- make it disappear like that's <laughs> i've actually I had that happen it. before where the counselor <laughs> just didn't know and so they just made it disappear and i was like what and then yeah right can you imagine if that counselor came up to you and you said uh, like they said oh you know i had a camper that wet his bed and you're like hey bring me solutions not problems mm-hmm. yeah. right they'd be like what <laughs> i don't know what to do <laughs> i i say i had that exact thing happen about six or seven years ago counselor mm-hmm. didn't know what to do yeah and the kids slept in a wet bed yep. every night oh yep. my like, goodness you've got to be yep. kidding me because he didn't bring that me the exact problem. happened yep yeah. that exact oh, thing happened no. all right so. number three i don't have any feedback for you you should always have some sort of feedback positive or constructive for your staff like you shouldn't just say i got nothing for you like if especially if they have the confidence to come to you and ask you for feedback and you have, I don't have any feedback for you. Well, like, yeah. And was that saying to uh, about you? Like, Oh, you're not observing. Like, you're observing. Not, right, you know, right. Like, I mean, at the very least, if I don't have like, a, I mean, as much as I want to have like exact moments and things like that for, for staff as a director, I'm not always out there as much as I would like to be. And so like, I'm, but I have at least observed them with their kids or doing something where I could pinpoint, Hey, you're either doing this really well, or you need to work right. on this. Like I can at least give you that. Yep. If your supervisor is, has no idea what you're doing has, then that's yeah, a problem. That's a problem. All right. Next one. Number four, you don't need to know why just execute or just do it. That would make me like cringe. Like, I give me the why. To, I think this is this is to execute people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is always yeah. This has always been a pet peeve of mine. Like, especially as an employee or when I first got into camping, and it's like, well, why are we doing this? Just do it. You know, let me so. know <laughs> what's going. Like, why? You know, what's what's the purpose of this? And if you let them know, then there's more buy-in to, hey, it's a policy because this happened in the past, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's why we do this now. It takes like five seconds to explain why. Even things that, small things that I have heard, everybody needs to wear a life vest. Well, why? That's legit question. You know, they're, they're waist high. They're not going out further. Well, here's why. Or they need to go in pairs to the restroom. Things like that. Well, why? Okay. Well, this is the reason why. And I appreciate. It doesn't have to be deep. No. It could be because this is the law and we have to follow (laughs) all the rules. (laughs) You don't even know why it's the law. (laughs) My staff asking, you know, if I'm not going to, you know, oh, why can't I be on my cell phone? Well, Well, here's why. Well, and a good one for me, when we, when I worked at a camp that was not ACA accredited, but we were looking to do it in the next couple of years. And so a lot of those big changes, I got a lot of whys because they wanted to know, why are we doing this now this way? And it was like, well, we are working on going for ACA accreditation and a lot of that is safety-based. And so we are making the preparations now so that when we do go for ACA accreditation, like it's second nature to you. So mm-hmm. That was a really good one. So then staff, when I would make decisions, they're like, is this because of ACA? And it's like, yeah, it is. It wasn't just me going like, no, we're going to change how we do things that we've done forever because I want to, and I'm new here. It's, this is, we're making these changes to do this. Right. Number five. 
It's like that guy on YouTube. Number five. Right. I'll do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kurt, I feel like these were planned and you purposely gave me this one. You know, I unfortunately get to this um, and I get it. I know why it's a problem, but it is you. you, you I'm a control freak. Um, <laughs> yeah, I usually think I could do it better. And so that's part of what I'm telling my employees. And I say, I'll do it myself is I'm a control freak and I'll do it better. Um, also, it's it's taking a chance for them away to try something. But it's we're telling them, hey, you're not good enough to try something. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also with some of those employees that may be lazier, it's taking away any responsibility as well. And they're just going to continue being lazier and getting lazier if you keep doing it yourself. And then you're going to be the only one doing stuff because everyone's going to get fed up and be done. And it's going to be you all alone. Yeah, I totally get it. Teaching laziness. Number six, because I'm the boss. Mm. I can see you saying that. Are you talking to me? I love how both of you are like, are you talking to me? I've actually had my supervisor say this to me before, and it was just it was over. It was really frustrating because it was over a hiring decision, and I didn't want to bring the person back for a safety reason. And the supervisor wanted to bring this person back because he thought that with a male supervisor supervising him instead of a female, he would do better. And I argued, I argued on a safety aspect because I had let him go the year before and nope. He said, well, I'm your supervisor. So we're going to do this. Bam. Yep. I just quit. Oh, there you go. (laughs) The the time I've gotten to this point is not. Okay. I've gotten to this point with maybe my family and wife, like I'm the dad, I'm in charge, whatever. But at work, I've gotten to this point because the employee was maybe doing something unsafe and just couldn't get it past them. Well, I'll be fine. I'll, I should be okay. I've done this for years. And it has finally gotten to the point like, listen, these are the rules. I'm in charge. I'm the one that has to fill out the insurance policy, whatever. Stop doing it. Um, I don't know if I've ever gotten to this point at work. Maybe I have, but I don't think I've ever gotten to this point at work where I've said this just because of my own personal, no, I'm in charge. We're going to do it my way or the highway kind of thing. Now I have done that with my own children. Sounds like you've but... had, you have a hiring <laughs> issue. <more> than... <laughs> so I like what they, I like in the, in the article, what they say is that you, you know, if you say, because I'm the boss, you might get compliance. You'll never get commitment. You'll get followers, mm-hmm. followers by hierarchy, but never by heart. Yep. All right. Number seven. Why did you do it that way? See, now, if I were to ask that, I wouldn't ask it in such a condescending tone. Like I would hope that if I'm asking it, it would I be would. more of like, why did you choose to do it this way? Like yeah. wanting to know why they they went about either solving a problem or doing something in that particular way to either understand the their why behind it or their thought process behind it, because I may have seen it differently. Right, no, I, I yep, I totally agree that it's uh, by tone. Number eight. Good job. It's bland. I mean, that's where it's coming from. Give them a little more feedback. This kind of goes back to what we were saying. Uh, what was it? Number three, the feedback. Having some good feedback, why they did a good job, what they did well about their job, things like that. Instead of just saying good job, give them a little bit. Hey, like, I like how you did this. I yep. like that you chose to do that. Excellent. I'm guilty of that. 
No, oh, totally. I'm, I'm, oh so, I think we all are, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, good job. Nope. I did. I did try to make a really conscious effort of it this summer. That if I was telling them good job on something, that I had a reason and like did it specifically. But oh, I'm totally guilty of just saying good job. To me, I even for me though, I am. I live for validation and praise. <laughs> so even a good job for good job is like, I, I, I like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want more sure. But like, if I'm doing something, they're like, Oh, good job. Like, yeah. All right. See, yeah. And I, I am so much totally. rather the, like, I'm going to pat my own shoulder. If I know it, it succeeded rather than someone else telling me I I'm good with, I don't need now, validation. Yep. Question, because I'm the same way. I love the praise. Yeah. How, how are you at giving out the praise? Because that's where I, I stink it up because I know I love it and I should be able to give it out more, but I stink at giving out the praise like I want it, which is funny. I feel like I'm a contradiction. Yeah, no, that's interesting you say that. Now that, now that I think about it, I could definitely do it more and it, I, it feels like it's forced or... Like sometimes mm-hmm. I want to hold it back because I don't want them to get, you know, too yeah. cocky or full of like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so That's why I don't that tell you, guys... you, Chris, that you're doing a good <laughs> yeah, job. Dude. Right. You suck. <laughs> so it's funny you guys say this. So our team just did yesterday, we did a personality test. Mm-hmm. And part of that personality test, after you figured out, it was the, the true colors or whatever um, that many people do, but it was a different version than what we, we were used colors. to. And the last part of it was communication styles and how you communicate. And a lot of us were opposite from how we, our personality is. We communicate opposite. Mm-hmm. Of that. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, I know one of, one of my tricks is to put uh, like five rocks in one pocket. And when I go out and I praise somebody, I put a rock in the other pocket so that I know, okay, I'm going to do it five times. I shouldn't have to do that. It should come naturally mm-hmm. for me just to go, Hey, you know, but I had to have these little tricks to help me out. So yeah, no, I hadn't thought about that. That was interesting. I'm giggling. Cause that's a great trick and that would work, but all that would come into my mind with five rocks in my pocket is the whole David and Goliath story. Like who can I take down with my slingshot? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little different. <laughs> We on number nine already? We're, we are. Okay. Getting you through. need to do more with less. Uh, I mean, yes, that is like my mentality always, but I work in nonprofit. And so for that, I don't need to say that though. Well, I think, I think it's not so much that phrase of like, you need to do more with less, but if you're saying this to an employee, especially in our position where it's, it's counselors and you know, maybe yeah. program directors are kind of new. How do you mm-hmm. do more with less? Like, yeah, let them know, like, okay, we need to do mm-hmm. more with less. We don't have the budget. Here are some ideas. I feel like this is a recurring theme in our, our industry right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what is it? My turn already? She's mm-hmm. Louise. I know we're flying through it. We are. Um, that's your problem. So no, Kurt, that's your problem. It is it actually, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I, I personally have not heard this. So, or, and I've never said this. I've had it said to me. I had it said to me as a seasonal director, the full-time director told me that it was my problem that I had to 
unclog the toilet because that. I had just come from the house that I was there because oh, right. I, because I wanted to come go into full-time staffing that I should just know to do this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't don't I say I mean, that. I've had it jokingly told to me by like my yeah. my employees right, have right. told me like, yep, that's that's your problem. Yeah, that's if why anything, it goes job. the opposite way. <laughs> yes. Right. That's true. That's true. Like you're you're the director. That's a that's, <laughs> you get to deal with that one. That is true. But they, they right. do it out of love. Right. Number 11. Don't take this the wrong way, but. Uh, <laughs> Chris, it's all, I mean, it's still your fault. Yeah. It's the whole, <laughs> I don't want to be direct. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything. It's almost like the, oh. It, it's not you, it's me. This, this may sound racist, but it's like, if you have to uh, say right, that, right. Yeah. don't say it. <laughs> so yeah it's, it's just beating around the bush it's it's not i mean be yeah. direct tell people hey here's what you need to work on i as a leader because this uh these are phrases that good leaders don't say and so this is coming as a leader i expect this from my staff they'll say junk like oh, this all the time don't take this the wrong way but blah 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 and then so as a good leader you have to be like i'm not going to take this or, the wrong or the, i don't want to get problem. so and so in trouble but you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, right so but as a leader you need to be able to say hey you need to fix this this needs to be taken mm-hmm. care of yeah. yeah yeah totally agree all right number 12 i don't have time right now i'm sure this is at what we all think in the middle of the summer when the next thing gets thrown at us my thing is if i don't actually have the time to do it right this second i will let the staff know i will get to it but right. i need to do this first right not just, I, I don't have time. Literally just texted that to someone about five minutes ago. Way to go, <laughs> they, Chris. <laughs> they, they asked for something. I said, I don't have time today. I am podcasting today. <laughs> so. But at least you gave your why. Like yeah. you have something else going on. It's not just, I don't have time for that right now. And it's like, you're never going to get to it. But I like what you're saying, Kelly, is that you said, okay, well, here is when yeah. I have time. And here's when we can talk about can do it or, or yeah or i'll get to it all right number 13 are you questioning my authority <laughs> who said you had the authority Kurt? So, <laughs> <laughs> so this this is uh this is a power trip oh 100%. you know and uh, a bit of insecurity i think that that maybe you don't have the uh the answers to these the questioning of your authority it, it goes back to the almost the because I'm the boss. Because I'm the too. boss. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Number 14. <laughs> Our boss is a moron talking bad about authority above you um, as a leader. So if you're talking bad about your CEO, your whatever, um, you know, it, talking bad about anyone in front of others immediately makes people think, what are they saying about me? to other you know if i'm telling yeah. kurt about how awful kelly is then what is uh you know kurt gonna think later am i also telling kelly you know how awful kurt is and things like that but you yeah. i mean we do that all the time anyway yeah <laughs> don't tell him yeah but don't bash on your boss you know don't don't sit there and talk bad about your authority in front of others yeah i mean it's all about setting the example mm-hmm. right Number 15, my predecessor was terrible. I feel like all of us, because people have so many different personalities, like 
there are good things our predecessors have put in place for us and then there's things we just don't agree with but i wouldn't say like you can't you can't say that in like a generalized unless you were there like the whole time that that person Mm -hmm. was in place and you know exactly who they are and what they were doing and you were just put in that position because they left like you can't like I don't know my predecessor but there are definitely things that I don't agree with that they did but they also like got camp up and running from the time the company bought it so would I say he was terrible no I just don't agree with certain things he did sometimes sometimes it's nice to have that like that person to throw under the bus though like I I've actually I was thinking about this a few a few days ago thinking like when I leave here that next person I almost want to give them permission like listen if there's something you didn't like or you didn't throw me under the bus because I want the current staff to follow you as the leader I want them to look to you as the person and and doing it all the time yeah it's horrible I mean there, there's so many times I will say like, oh, our last year, why did they do this? But then also I am so glad, you know, in front of my staff, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they did it this way because this helped camp at that time or, yeah. or we're in a good position now because of what they did. But yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, I was thinking this today, I want to give the next director permission to go ahead and blame things on me. Don't take the brunt, you know. Well, Although, camp- here, so here's, here's my thing that if you have, if they have staff that liked you, Mm-hmm. they're going to resent that new person for saying that yes. stuff about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so you don't want that either. Be like, well, uh, it'd be more like, you know, Chris said this way and um, this is kind of a new day. Changes and okay. we're going to, yep. yeah. Change changes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Not Chris was kind of a <laughs> knucklehead. And yeah, so okay. <laughs> um, here, this is a quote. And I came up with this my first year when I worked at Camp Good News and I put it in the staff handbook ever since because it says, never say we do something because that's the way we always do it. Just because you always do it that way doesn't necessarily make it the best way or even the right way. It just makes it the way you're most comfortable with. Prove to me the way you do it is the best way or don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and make it the best and know that over time, sometimes the current best way will have to become a better way. Change is okay. Don't be afraid to be great. And so I, I think, yeah, not so much dissing the past camp director, but just saying, hey, yeah. he did it this way and it worked for that time. Now's time for a new way. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's a long quote, but I mean, it, it's great. Yeah. I really like Did that. you say that was your quote? Yeah, no. I wrote that. I wrote that down in 2014. You I came quoted up. yourself. Yeah. That's what I came into when I came here. It was, oh, well, this isn't the way we've done it. This is, we did it this way before. <laughs> and so there is part. And that that's why when I, when I leave, I want to be able to tell the next guy, Hey, feel free to throw me under the bus because I don't want my current staff as when I leave to go and say, Oh, well, Chris did it this way. Oh, Chris did it this way. Um, and, and put me up on some kind of pedestal that I, I just think it's funny. You're like, here, so, here's my quote. Here's a quote that quote. I wrote. So, so I, yep, I wrote that it. down because <laughs> I needed something to tell the staff. Gotcha. All right. 16. Chris, I'm disappointed uh, in you. We are, you're actually on. Yeah. No, nope, he is on we 16. We are 16. I was singing, singing the song. Am I wrong? Nope. You're no, correct. You're right. All right. This is wrong. You should just be disappointed in him. I am disappointed in him. I'm disappointed in you. That that's a very 
parental thing, right, Chris? Yep, I'm not upset. Totally. I'm just disappointed. Right. <laughs> because it's that we want them to have that inner hurt, that inner like, hmm. Instead of just telling me what I did wrong, it's the whole, oh, now I have to feel bad about myself because they're disappointed. I mean, it depends on, because that would be harder. Like, if I heard that, it'd be harder than if somebody were just to yell at me and, and like, somebody I respected. Mm-hmm. If they were just like, you know, Kurt, why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. Or blah, blah, blah. But if them just going, I'm disappointed in you. Like, ah. That would that would be crushing. I know of a, a couple of directors that I've worked for. If I had heard that said from them, that would be rough. I don't know if I'd be yeah. able to recover. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. to look up to. Yep. All right. Are we ready for the last one? Yes, please. Number 17. It's not my fault. And again, coming from a leader, it it's always your fault. fault. <laughs> You're the leader. And and I actually, I use this in staff training as well, telling my staff, like, listen, you, I want you to know these things because I'm going to be the one getting the phone calls. Yeah. I'm what you do one. reflects on me. So, yeah. so it is, and it is, it, while maybe they chose to make a horrible decision, that means I did something along the way that didn't train them correctly. And so I like what it says in the article, look, look yeah. to the room to give credit and in the mirror yes. for blame. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So, cool. oh, all right. Those are good. The The last line of this article says, so choose your words wisely, but not yeah. these words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very cool. All right. all right. Well, if you are listening to this when it aired, that means tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Hopefully you have an enjoyable Thanksgiving. <laughs> and hopefully you're using kind of the, maybe a little break that you get to catch up on some of our podcasts to help continue making yourself a great leader. Uh, this article will be in the show notes. So if you want to copy it, paste it, hang it up, you can check it out for future use of knowing what not to say as a great leader. Next week, starting in December, we're doing some winter camp activities. What do you do at your camp in the winter? Besides just chuck snow and ice at each other. I'm sure you do that a lot in Florida. But in Alabama? No, yeah. yeah like, that's right. Ice cubes that I bought so. from the store. <laughs> Some ice lock sledding. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. And we hope to have you tune in again next week. But from around the campfire, this is Chris. This is Kurt. And Kelly. See ya. See ya.